hello. My name is Bonnie Grace Gilday Kennedy, and I'm the owner of Grace of Healing, where I serve as an Akashic consultant and healer. My intention for this podcast is to serve as an inspiration to you finding your own healing through self-love. Together, we will spend time exploring topics that lead us to a deeper understanding of what self-love is and what it looks like for each of us as individuals on our own journey. I am especially excited about interviewing inspiring guests whom have created great feats of healing for themselves through their own acts of self-love. Hello, welcome to Season 3, Episode 4 of Self-Love with Grace of Healing. I am so excited today to bring you folks a guest speaker who is an amazing human being and a really good friend of mine, Paula Zabkar. Paula is a passionate leader and inspiring speaker who walks her talk. She believes in using ancient and contemporary wisdom as a guide to living spiritually in present life circumstances. Her highest prayer is to inspire you to live an extraordinary life. She is the spiritual leader at Spiritual Soul Center in Wilmington, North Carolina. Paula has a bachelor's degree in metaphysical science from the University of Metaphysics. She is a licensed unity teacher, life coach, and oneness blessing giver. Thank you for being here, Paula. Well, thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here and to, you know, just, it feels like it's a conversation with a good friend, and that's, that's always a good thing. Well, I certainly think of you as a friend, and so thank you for the honor of being your friend. That's great. Yeah, I was thinking this morning, I was thinking about how much I have changed since we met, how much you have changed since we met, and how much the world has changed since our first encounter. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's, it's only been a short few years, maybe four years. Oh, it's been less than that even. Wow. It's been, it's been less than that, yeah. Yeah, so if you could, can you give the folks listening today a little introduction about who you are? Yes, thank you for that question. Um, so back in 2017, I started a spiritual community in Wilmington, North Carolina called Spiritual Soul Center. And... Um, I had been playing with, not really playing with, I had been deciding and I'd been led, really, let's put that word in there. I'd been led, really, to this ministerial kind of teaching place in myself for a long time, probably since 2010. But I never quite quite found the right fit. And at one time, I thought I would go to Unity Village um, and become a Unity minister, and I got this message I thought during a white stone ceremony one time 
and I thought, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna move to Kansas City, and I'm gonna become a minister. <laughs> and I was so sure of it, you know. And a few months later, after I put in my application and paid my fee and all that, um, I went to see a healer. And it was one of the first times I ever went to a healer. Um, her name was Valentina. She was from Russia. She was here in Wilmington. And a friend had convinced me after several times to go see her. And at the time, I was dealing with a thyroid issue. So I thought, well, I have all these questions about my thyroid. And the first, when I laid on her table, only one question came to my mind. And it was, am I on the right path? And I thought, well, I don't know where that came from, but I'm going to go with it. Didn't know this person, never met this person. And she said to me, what any great healer would say, well, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, well. Right. Well, my my um, response to that is always, well, we know it's the right path because it's, it's the one that you're on. And, mm -hmm. and being able to connect in with yourself and understand why it's right for you is, is the work. Yeah. And in this situation, I had that question in my mind. I thought I knew, you know, and she said to me, after that, she said, well, if you go there, they're going to put you in a box. Mm. And, if you go to, and if you go to another church, they're going to kick you out. Mm. She said, you need to be who you already are. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, I was laying there thinking, oh, my God. And I said, you know what? You're right. And then we both started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I did not become a minister in the traditional sense, and but that was that seed was in me to be a teacher, to be uh, have that that spiritual aspect was coming forward in me. So fast forward and uh, started Spiritual Soul Center because I didn't. I remember that to this day of not being put in a box, and so Spiritual Soul Center has allowed me to, you know, be wide open with teaching and pulling from different traditions and recognizing that all the all the spiritual traditions in the world are really pointing in the same direction just in different ways um so i came to you because you had recommended that somebody come to spiritual soul center yes and i didn't know and i didn't know you at all of course and and we have this little sign up sheet saying hey how'd you find us and she said bonnie grace i'm like who in the world is that and I went to your website, and I didn't know anything about Akashic Masters or what that meant, but I felt compelled to see you. And I remember clearly walking up the stairs that first day, sitting there saying, I don't really know why I'm here, but here I am. Yes. And that's the way we started. And it does seem like a long, long time ago with the progress that the growth that I've had and um, and everything that's happened in the world as well yeah yes well i do remember meeting you of course and i remember um that when we were sitting together for the first time i watched you energetically like i watched everything just moving around your third eye and your crown chakra and i was like okay, so this person's really in their head, just like you have been in the past. 
okay, well, so that's going to be interesting. She's going to have some interesting things to say. I remember thinking that about you. So, and since that time, um, I've really identified with you in a lot of ways. And what I found really delightful a few months ago when we were talking about books that even 25 and 30 years ago, you and I were reading the same books. Which, That's funny. Yes, which makes me laugh because, of course, we're having conversations together. Of course, we're doing work together because how could we not? It's so great when that happens, when when we recognize the synchronicity in our life. Yes. And... You know what? People may say, well, that's just a coincidence or that's this or that. Well, that's fine. That's your view on it. And it's not wrong or right. And it's useful um, to me and I'm I'm thinking to you to recognize those and to recognize the important role they've played in our own personal evolution. Right. Which is the which is one of the things about the work that I do. My work creating my own sense of self-love allows me to see myself reflected in in people that I work with and and love them right because we are we all just mirror each other and so there isn't a um, there isn't a long period of time and it doesn't take a whole lot of connection to really care about another person because in my mind that person is part of who I am and I am part of them. And because of that, there isn't a real separation. And what I want to tell you is that when I go to the soul center, the few times that I've been there, maybe five, six times, I see and experience so much love reflected back to me. And it's just beautiful. And that's why I wanted to talk with you today not just because you're a wonderful, amazing human being yourself, but that you're really trying to create a community where people can come who don't necessarily fit into other types of, you know, spiritual or religious communities so they could come in and connect and find a place of love and acceptance. And so can you tell us a little bit about the Soul Center and what you do there? What's your, what's your mission? Sure, thank you, and thanks for, um, it's so, I appreciate hearing that that's the feeling you get when you're there, because that's, that's, that's the whole thing. I have several words that guide me, and the way I present a message, which is what I call what I talk about, you know, is to be, is to connect and to inspire. You know, that's, that's, that's the thing. There's no, we don't have any theology, there's no rules to follow kind of thing there's no you know there isn't a theology a specific thing you know our mission statement that we that we speak every sunday is simply this we are here to create a movement grounded in love and kindness that transforms us our community and the world that's it yes you know and you know the first movement is is in our own individual selves like you said you know, how can I, how can I really love another if I haven't, if I haven't taken that look and accepted myself first, you know, um, we use it, I use the teachings of Jesus. Jesus was a great master teacher. I mean, his, 
the religion around Jesus, I don't know, but his teachings were very simple and direct. You know, he said, you know, simply love one another as you love yourself. I mean, what if we all did that? Right. Well, the premise is that you love yourself, right? Exactly. First. Yes. First. Yes. yes. None of his te- none of the teachings of great masters are difficult. Right. I don't care if you're talking about Paramahansa Yogananda or Buddha or Krishna or you know it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All of their all of their teaching, Muhammad, all of their teachings were very simple. You know, one of the greatest teachings in the um, Quran, and I am not an expert in the Quran at all. I've I've touched the edges of it. Okay, um, but one of the teachings in there that is so prominent for me that I remember all the time is this. If you have a quarrel with somebody, if you have a quarrel with somebody, the answer is to compete in kindness toward each other. Mm-hmm. There's what you do. If you have a quarrel, compete mm-hmm. in showing kindness toward each other. That's 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 the answer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So very simple not always easy to implement in life, but simple ideas, all great masters, I believe, their teachings are simple. Yes, you know, I also have experimented with a lot of different belief systems and um, there's value in every one of them. There's wisdom in every one of them. There's love in every one of them. All of them. Yes. All of them. Yes, Um, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's not like I don't want your listeners to think that I am an expert in any of them, you know. Um, But the more you're aware and the more you do study, we just finished a book study at Spiritual Soul Center online. We did it by Zoom uh, based on the Bhagavad Gita, the great Hindu myth of Krishna and Arjuna. And, you know, Arjuna is this warrior, right? And he is born to be a warrior that is his dharma that is his calling that is vocation and he is just stuck in doubt because there's these two sides that are about to go to war and he has relatives and friends on both sides and he's like you know what am i really doing here and how can this be and so he crumples on the floor of his chariot in the middle of the battlefield and says to his charioteer who is krishna in other words god and says, I can't do it. I just can't do it. And the whole myth, the whole story is about Krishna's guidance in how to be who you are called to be. Right. And that the, the, the each of us have those two sides to ourselves, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. The advice and the encouragement and his teaching is for all of us. Yes. For all of us. Yes. Um, and how we all wrestle with doubt, by the way. <laughs> right. Well, yes. And that's the thing. If you are 100% that everything that you're doing in your life is 100 and you're 100% sure of everything in your life, you are not doing your work. <laughs> you are yeah. not doing your work because there should always, to some extent, because we are human, Right. There should always be, to some extent, some questioning about yourself and your place in the world and what you're doing and, you know, what you're sacrificing or not sacrificing and the impact you may or may not be having. Yes. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I think, um, you know, we were talking recently, I think doubt makes it all real. Yes. You know, doubt makes it real. Doubt keeps me humble. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one of the reasons at Soul Center that I, I, I endeavor to be vulnerable and humble because just because I'm the one in front speaking on a particular Sunday doesn't make make me better or you need to follow what I say or it's like we're all in the same we're all in this journey together this is not a you know maybe I I think I like to think of myself as let me just point over here and maybe that'll be right you know or let me just point over here with my words and what I'm sharing and see if that makes sense you know is this something that can guide us is this something that's useful in my life is this something that can help me be kinder and gentler and more aware. I think that's that's the role of a of a of a spiritual leader. Yes, and listen, tell us about tell us about um, a typical service. Tell us what that looks like. What do we, what do you do? Well, um, have three things that happen during our service, and that is music, message, and meditation the three M's and that's what it's centered around is um, always meditation is a part of our service and it's not just a one minute meditation it is a you know five to eight minute meditation where we sit together and have a chance to with acoustical music background to to just be in that space because you know it's one thing to meditate in your own on your own cushion in your own house and it's another thing to join the vibration of, of other people, whether there's 30 or 40 people there, um, taking that time at that moment in that space to clear the mind and to vibrate with an open heart. So that is always, that is a critical part of every service. There's always a, a, a message that I prepare and, and present. It's usually about, um, I always try to target 18 minutes, so it's you're not there for... Uh, several hours, but a message that is, like I said, built on around two ideas, connection and inspiration. Um, That's my goal is I want you and I, whoever is there, you and I, I I want there to be a connection. I want us to realize that, you know, we're walking together on this journey. And then the third M is the music. And we have a a great uh, musician on board, uh, Jared Klein and, and, we do something that maybe a lot of spiritual communities don't do, which is he never knows what I'm going to talk about. We don't communicate about that. It's very organic, and he fills in around that uh, so nicely. It, mm-hmm. it seems to always work out that whatever he has on his mind, um, it, it dovetails with what the message happens to be that day. And so, he, he is wonderful. I actually went to a place here in Asheville a couple weeks ago to listen to him play. He's amazing. And he is so, um, he just has such a great energy himself. And I just feel like he is a channel for this music. You know, like it's just, it's just incredible to me. Yeah, he is a, he is a special guy. (laughs) He's a special guy. And you know, we, we, just restarted our our in-person services in January uh, due to the pandemic. We don't have our own space uh, right now, so we 
we use the Unitarian Universalist space here in Wilmington on Sunday afternoons. And, um, but he, um, he, he makes it happen there with that vibration. Yes. Yes. You know, well, can I just share my experience of being there? Sure. What, so besides feeling this love with these interactions that I'm having with folks, that is beautiful. But what in meditating with everybody there and us all moving into that same energetic field of love, it feels like I am being fed that my energy is being fed there. And just by joining into that vibration and then having them, you know, having the message being in the vibration of, yes, of course, this is something that, that affects me or that is part of my life too, because we're all the same. We're all one. And then the music and just it feeling so inspiring and uplifting too. Like for me, when I go in, I feel like so much energy is just moving there and it just feels so good and I'm being filled up. And then when I leave Paula, I'm like, whoo, I need a rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it is so energetic, you know, it is so energetic. And, and I love that about it because it's like, I know that I have been affected by it. That's how I know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, thank you uh, for that testimonial, I guess I'll say. And it's what I was thinking of when you were describing that is how often we um, not disregard, but are unaware of how energetic life is. I right. mean, life is energy, you know, and we walk through the world, then we walk out of there and we're like, oh, I'll, I'll spun up for a while and then we go about our daily life and we think, well, that was the energy there. And it's like, no, that, that, that possibility of being aware and experience experiencing energy is everywhere all the time. Yeah. You know? Well, we are um, energy, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's a great way we end, end the service as well with a meta prayer in order to, you know, continue with that. And we say the meta prayer that says, May I, may I be filled with loving kindness. May I be well. May I be peaceful and at ease. May I be happy. And then we, you know, open our arms up and say, may all beings be filled with loving kindness. May all be well. May all be peaceful and at ease. May all be happy. I mean, to me, it's a perfect ending. Oh, it's beautiful. Yes, yeah. it's, it's a beautiful, it is beautiful. Wow. Well, I am so excited. I really hope that some folks listening to this podcast check you out, you know, go over and spend, you want to talk about how folks can connect with you? Yeah. Um, you know, we have a website, spiritualsoulcenter.org, you know, check it out there. We have uh, news there. You can sign up for the newsletter if you want to be aware of some of the things we do. You know, one of the things we did during the entire pandemic, the whole time, Every month we had a service project. Um, there's three words under Spiritual Soul Center on the website and and how we how we operate. They're grow, serve, and transform. 
And I always like to say, you know, there's spiritual growth. I mean, whatever that is, it's showing up on a Sunday, showing up for your own meditation, um, whatever it is, showing up for a class, reading a book, having a coach, uh, whatever that is. Uh, serve. Service is a key element in Spiritual Soul Center. During the entire pandemic, every month we had a service project. We serve locally here, whether it's the domestic violence shelter or the food bank, or um, we collect, uh, we just collected old cell phones and tablets because domestic violence shelter sends those off to Verizon and they give them cash for it. Yeah. Like, how easy is that, right. you know, to do that? Those sorts of things. Uh, we have served most recently 10% of all the money we take in goes in service to our community and beyond. So uh, recent, most recently, we've sent money to World Central Kitchen, who's feeding uh, the refugees in Ukraine and Syria and other parts of Africa as well. And also money here right in Wilmington for the food bank, who are serving uh, the undernourished population right here in our community. So that is a huge, huge part of Spiritual Soul Center is the service part. And I like to say, if you focus on the growth of your own spirituality and you serve others, transformation is what happens. And uh, so you can read a little bit about that on the website, spiritualsoulcenter.org. Like I said, sign up for the newsletter if you want to see more and and get that in your mailbox once a week about what's happening uh, on the ground week to week. Yes, you guys do a lot of amazing things. I yeah. love I love receiving all the the monthly newsletter and, and hearing of all the great work that you folks have been doing. That's what really makes me excited. You know, yes. Is, yes. Is is that service piece because um, I believe that's what we're here for. You know, even spirituality gets to a point I think where you know you focus on yourself, you focus on yourself, you focus on yourself, and eventually, or maybe along the way, you realize that. That's, that's not enough. There's this reaching out to others piece that that is so important. So important. Love is love, but love put to service, put into action, is even more powerful. It, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, tell us, how has your own self-love manifested? What is the biggest change that you can see about yourself or your life, or your relationships, that your capacity to, to focus in, do your work, and continue to grow, like how has that manifested the most? Or um, not maybe not even the most, but in the most rewarding way, I guess. Well, that's a really good question. <laughs> well, I thought I'd ask, I thought I would ask one good question. <laughs> I think that the biggest component, that's the best word I can think of at this moment, um, my biggest work, let me say that, my biggest work has been around, and people say this all the time, but I'm, I'm talking about really like doing this is accepting myself the way I am. To not look at myself as something broken that needs to be fixed, but simply to say, oh, this, and then, oh, that, and to come get, you mentioned when I first came to you how much I was in my mind, 
And so I think my one of one of the parts of my biggest growth has gotten me out of my mind then, accept myself, gotten and then get out of my mind and to really feel what it feels like to be me. And not to be afraid of those feelings, not to judge them when they're something less than uh perfect, whatever mm-hmm. that means. Mm-hmm. But just to say, oh, and I think what I'm describing is to be, to accept and be curious and to feel into life. Yes. That's also where I see your most growth. Yeah. Yeah. It's taken, it's taken a while. You've been really challenging to me. Um, there were many times Bonnie Grace asked me a question, how does it feel? And I'd be like, oh my God, I, I, I can't even think of a word. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm because I wanted to work it out or I knew intellectually what I might say, but I wasn't really feeling it. And so I really had to just not say it for a while until I was able to really identify it. Right. Um, And that was my work, part of my work. Right. Well, I think that part of it is that, you know, as a society, we don't accept some emotions is healthy and good. Like we think that anger and sadness and frustration are all bad. Or, you know, I've heard people talk about anger being a low vibration energy. But none of the emotions are low vibration because they're all there because we're human and all of them can teach us. And unfortunately, as humans, we mainly learn when we're in pain. So, well, yes, so that's sad, for sure. Right, so sadness, anger, frustration, those are the things that will make us stop and look at what's happening. Mm-hmm. I never thought about the, you know, it's not a low vibration. No. Anger is not a low vibration. No. Maybe it's not a healing vibration. Would you say that? Well, so I think it depends on who you are and how you use your anger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because anger creates action because it is so energetic you know when people are sad they're more likely to sit down they're more likely to go to bed but when people are angry they're they're more likely to get up and do something and to in response to that yeah i hear that right because because i'm not i don't do the anger thing as often as i do the sadness thing you know that about me one of my go-to emotions is sadness and it can feel very heavy and one advantage of that is it does slow me down um and for me then then i become you know contemplative and then i kind of i circle around kind of in that for me and that's helpful for me for my personality for my soul for whatever how i'm here today Uh, but yes it definitely does not spur me into action right right For me, I see people coming into their power by allowing themselves to have those feelings. Mm -hmm. How many other great organizations have been started by people that were angry and and, and tired of something happening? So they decided to do something good about it, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or their anger becomes so frustrating and comes up so much, they realize it's not working for them. And so they have to sit back and take notice of that and take action in resolving that for themselves. Uh-huh. So yeah, I just don't, I don't see it as bad. I'm not afraid. I used to be afraid of anger. I used to be afraid of my anger and I used to be afraid of other people's 
anger. But I'm no longer afraid of anger because I realize it's just another emotion. And it's fun for me when people say, you're not afraid of me being angry, are you? Like, no, I get angry too. It's powerful. It's great. I think that's a great perspective of anger. You know, anger short of physical violence. That yeah, is. yeah, yes. Absolutely. Um, but anger, um, yeah, I haven't used that much in my life. And I'm wondering too if, you know, I, I've been contemplating and sitting with, um, you know, my soul purpose. Like, there's a, there's a, unique and essential nature about each of us like we are not here by accident you know um i don't believe i believe that we are here um you know on purpose at this time for the evolution of consciousness right and some of us operate in different emotional vibration levels like you said, not that one's good and one's bad or one's less than and one's better, but do you, don't you think it's all like, it's all necessary the way it is? Oh, I think it's perfect is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. Because I'm not taking your, I'm not, I'm not listening to you talk about anger and think, Paula, you need to be more angry. angry <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, it's not that it's like, Oh, when people are angry, this is a perspective that I can have. It's helpful to me. And when I'm sad, somebody can say, oh, that's a perspective that's helpful for me for, for that view, that, that vibration. Right. Not wrong, not better, not best, but oh, that curiosity thing, mm -hmm. perception. I'm only going to yeah. say one more thing to, to about the anger piece about that is people who get stuck or stagnant energetically in anger that anger is always and I mean always I don't use always or never very frequently but I will tell you that people who have become stagnant in a state of anger have such a deep sadness that it's it's overwhelming and they cannot deal with the sadness because because it sits them down because it rolls over them you know yeah, it's too hard. Yes, and so their so their go to emotion is anger because it is energizing, and they can get up and do the things that they need to do. But but that has been my experience. Yeah. So what I hear you saying is, you know, the source of both is is pain. Yes. That yes. You know. Yes. Yeah. And we all have that. We you know we walk around and we see people that. We think, oh my God, they got it made, or they have this, or they have that, or they have lots of money, or they have this nice house, or this nice car, or this great job, or this great family, and, you know, we make up these leave-it-to-beaver families that are, they're just fantasies about people's lives. We all have pain, you know, we, I, I, I'm, I'm convinced of that, that there is not a life that goes by here on Earth that we don't have that and we have it for uh we can use that for our own evolution for our own growth for our own you know uh, yeah for our own growth yes our own expansion that's the thing our own expansion yeah that's the that's the thing about it is that it's not about whether we're going to suffer on this planet it's going to it's about what we're going to do with it i know and some of the suffering is awful 
I, I mean, awful. You all know that. Anybody who's listening, I mean, come on. Yes. We but, know pain is just, it is a great teacher. Yes. Yes, it that's, is. That's my experience. It's been a great teacher in my life. And um, there is no one, I challenge you, whoever is listening, there is no one out there who has lived through pain who cannot look back on it and recognize some value in it. Well, if people are conscious. Okay. Yes. There's there's the caveat. Yes, if people are conscious. Yes. Because, because I, so many people say, Bonnie Grace, so many people say, I would never wish that on anybody, but because of that, I'm here. Or I learned this, or I was able to do that, or, you know, many, many people, not everybody, like you said, never, always, everyone, probably aren't good words to use in most situations. Yeah. You know, I think that for all of us who are doing our work, I think that we all have found that whatever difficulties we've had, whatever pain we've suffered, that we can very purposefully use that to support other people. Even if it's just a conversation with someone at the grocery store in line. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Everything about our experience Everything about all of our experiences matter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of the things I say at Spiritual Soul Center is everything is available for my awakening. Yeah. Now, whether I use it or not, that's up to me, but it's available. It's available for my awakening. Every experience, every encounter, every person in my life is available for my awakening. Yes. And Paula, you know what's happening is that we are moving into all kinds of different directions because this is why I enjoy talking with you so much. <laughs> because, you never know what you're going to get. Right? Because I feel like you and I could just talk all day long, which is why I'm so happy that you chose to spend your time this morning doing this with me and for the folks that are going to have the opportunity to hear you and to hear about you and even possibly meet you at the Soul Center. So thank you for this. Well, thank you. It's, it really is a pleasure. I enjoy, you know, meaningful conversation and conversations that allow, allow me to discover something new or to think about a new perspective or, you know, to help me, to help me become more of what I want to become, you know, more loving, more kind, more open. So thank you. I, 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 I feel honored and blessed as well. Thank you. Thank you. All right, folks. Well, so look up Spiritual Soul Center in Wilmington, North Carolina, if you'd like more information about Paula or Spiritual Soul Center. For more information on self-love, the Akashic Masters, or this podcast, you can go to www.graceofhealingnc.com.
Audio and music production is by Linda Goh. To connect with her, you can go to kamalacove.org. <laughs>